We've teased you enough, but it's time. April 17, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The OG RRLC Reggie's jersey is fucking for sale. It is for sale, and you do not want to miss it. I cannot express how much I fucking love these things. They are unreal, mate. You do not want to miss them. We've got a high thread count. We've got a big white collar. We've got the traditional V. It is three-quarter sleeve. It is everything that the fucking RRLC is put in a jersey. Everything we promised, and it's for sale. April 17, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, thereggies.com.au. I'll see you there. Get amongst it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to the Mighty Reggie's podcast. Sitting here with three blokes who could have been anything but decided to have fun instead. Another big show today. We've got uh, some chat about the sale of the Rose Hill race course coming up. Heaps of cricket news, both good and bad across all formats, both men's and women's. Bit of code swapping chat going on between rugby and rugby league. The reverse swap this time. Big UFC card this weekend, as well as uh, Devin Haney's incredible performance last weekend. Uh, it's Tommy Dale's last show before he fucks off with no notice given to us and leaves <laughs> us all in the dark. Uh, off on holidays, but uh, what is it, next week and the week after, but he'll still definitely be sending his bets in, mm. chiming in here and there. So all you blokes with uh, posters of him on your wall that you flog <laughs> off to, don't fucking worry, you'll still hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I'll uh, I'll still be I'll still be tuning in, boys, and fucking making sure that I'm a part. But making sure, sure you get your uh, your bets in. That's right. I'm sure you boys will be able to hold the fort, though. That's it's another it. another win for you in the all in again this week. Mm. It's like five out of six. So yeah, no, it's going well, we mate. Need I'm, you. I'm going a bit. I'm going a bit more fucking bit riskier this this week. Get the odds up a bit. Thought mm. you know. Yeah, nice. We should have yeah. a nice little all in then. Yeah. I think mine's around Everyone's $2. chasing a yep. bit of value. Well, you got to have a swing, boys, every <laughs> yeah, now and then. Just no, this is going to be an absolute swing this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're, they're, that's what's going to be more rewarding well, about it pulling yeah. off. What did we have? $3 last week. And um, yeah, I run fourth straight yeah. away. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, Saturday night, what did we have? Big Tyler Walker's birthday, Tom. Yep. Come down. Good night down the footy fields. Yeah. Uh, I think. Well, I know. A few lads kept it going till about 7, 8 on Sunday morning. Yep. Wow. <laughs> that was probably the most responsible I've ever been out at Tanner. Out there, There's yeah. something in the air out there. I think we've spoke about it before. But it's I'll a think, sodium. I think, I, yeah, it has to be. Because <laughs> I've booked in at your place, I think, four times, and three out of four I've ended up on a Walker's residence couch or yeah. spare bed <laughs> yeah. um, in the daylight hours. So I think 3 o'clock March from there was very responsible for me. Yeah, 100%. Time. I was uh, 
I was feeling good at like 2, 2.30. I'm going, this is prime. I'm never going home. And then <laughs> I'm glad I got dragged out because I was like, got, once I got home, I went, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm home. <laughs> Tell you who I'm off though. And that's the 2-4 servo for not having any grub yeah. in their fucking oh. hot box, mate. A 2-4? On a Saturday, Saturday night. Well, Sunday morning at 3, as if you're not going to get a couple of fucking dribblers that's, yeah. passing yeah. through for a big greasy yeah. feed. That's and borderline getting food ready for breakfast. That's yeah. what we were saying. We were like, oh, yeah. when do you think the 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 cutoff, or not the cutoff, the... When do you think they go, oh, we'll stop making food too. We need to start for brekkie. You're probably half an hour from catching a fresh <laughs> yeah. big brekkie. Can't, I was, oh. was going to inhale about four fresh fucking oh. wingdings still dripping oh. in oil, a couple of springies. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. I was even gonna, just got shat on. I reckon I was even going to get a lasagna topper. Ooh. <laughs> went home and made these noodles that I had uh. never seen before and yeah, they're, hot as fuck. Mrs. watches too many TikToks, but... These noodles, everyone makes them. Everyone's raging about them. They cost ten bucks, and there was like four it, of the cunts, like the spicy Asian noodles or the something. The pink ones. No, I don't, I don't know, know, but anyway, we made them. They were they were fucking hot. I'll give them that. <laughs> they were they were hot. <laughs> Nothing like coming home from a piss up and you're just scavenging for food. Yeah. By the time we nearly went to bed, though, I was like, I don't, I'm not really even hungry. Now. It was more yeah. just that novelty of getting a big, dirty, I would have been hot box. I would have been hungry if it was that though. You yeah, wake yeah. Up, <laughs> you wake up just ten times worse because you haven't got a big greasy dog in you. Man, I don't think I could have woken up any worse. <laughs> Fuck, I was in dramas on Sunday. I think uh, the classic thumping headache from the because I don't ever ever touch a vape until I'm on the piss mm. and then I just pump it. Did so. You it's got to be them. Game. It's got to be them. It, it can't be the piss. I'm at the stage now where I just hear this big tall streak coming and just hold my arm out and he just swipes oh. it. <laughs> Dude, just I've got to ask for mine back. I'm like, oi, big G, is it all good if I have some of my digital, please? Yeah. He's like, oh, I guess so. It's back to me. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, it's, well, it's his show, so yeah. it's like his vape and stuff. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> You can okay. feel him coming. You can feel him but coming. But no, it was yeah. good. Happy birthday to the big T Walk yeah. 30th. Um, it's good to see him make it that far, actually. Some of the <laughs> things he's got up to in his day. So, uh, no, yeah. happy birthday. There was, uh, I got a video off Nico at like, fuck him. I think it was about 6.30 and you just knew straight away. Like I opened it up like 8, eight in the morning and I'm like, oh, this can't be good. It's early. Clicked on it and it was like, wasn't sunrise, it was full on, it was daytime. And he's wow. like trying to work out how to turn the camera around. He's like, oh. And then he just goes, G1, what the fuck is this shit? And it was a standard squeeze bottle. And he goes, and then he just puts it back to him and goes, woo! <laughs> <laughs> it was your fucking whiskey. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. That they thought was schnapps. Yeah, right. So that, was had a, <laughs> that was the uh, howler head. Actually, that reminds me, my esky would still be at bits, so... Yeah, I've got it. Oh, yeah. Thanks, yeah. mate. It's all right. Looking after you. I've got to do everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but on the Tyler put on that event page like a few times about make sure you don't bring glass because it was at the footy club and he mm. was pedantic about 
you know, not bringing glass and kept sort of harping on about it. So I just posted a link in there to the standardsqueeze.com and then put, here you go, boys, Reggie 15. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Fuck it Never miss a chance, mate. No. Well, fucking. Big G can sell. I got there and Tyler goes, "Have you? how many of these things have you got at home? Because honestly, that's fucking what everyone needs. They're perfect. And I went, are they? <laughs> yeah. They Let me are. just get a video of you saying that. Dead set for the price of a fucking palmy at the pub. Just save yourself the hassle. Yep, absolutely. That's, right. um, that's not even the ad yet. We just love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were sitting there, me, you and H, Tommy, mm. and me and H were sitting out there at my place before we went to the party and we were watching the races, um, watching all that pizzazz, steam home for the punters club. But I don't know if you've watched, you watched the races, Sadie. Yeah, I watched a few. So in Victoria, absolutely <laughs> heaved rain. <laughs> like... It was a heavy nine and it was raining pretty well the whole day. It wasn't – the pre-rain didn't make it a heavy. It was rain on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this cat. He can't even keep his laughing because he knows what I'm about to fucking say. Um, so disgusting weather, wet, cold. Every jockey, obviously, after the races, they got their interview and um, – they obviously they got the goggles on. Sometimes they wear a visor, especially if it's wet like that. So it's only really the mouth that's exposed. So while they're doing their interviews, they had like mud and grass and dirt like around their mouth. Yep. And um, Tom just goes, "Oh, hello. Looks like Elton's boyfriend after a big night on the curry." <laughs> <laughs> And he's fucking proper dropped me. Yeah. I was on the floor of my lounge room for fucking two That's minutes. Because it was dead set, just peeled, like, oh. from the bottom of the nose, in around the mouth. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, there's Elton's fucking boyfriend after a big chew. After a night on the curry. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. he was a back marker too. He's had to come steaming from the back, so he's just been flipped. Yeah, so if you're in front, you're right. Mm. But anywhere behind, even if you're you know, third or fourth, you cop and spray. Yeah, and it was just, no. oh, it would be horrible oh, yeah. in that situation to ride. I'm mm. talking about the jockey here, not <laughs> Elton's boyfriend. <laughs> oh, Each to their own. Ideal either. Not for us, but some people like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, maybe not after the curry. No, 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 no. Burn your tongue on his hooded warrior. <laughs> yeah. So that was fucking hilarious. That really uh, mm. got me going for the afternoon. Big smile on his face too as he's talking. Yeah. Like they would know. Every one of them had it. Yeah. It's like, can't you get the boys a fucking towel? Yeah. <laughs> just give them some. a wet wipe. Give themselves a wipe. Mm. Uh, hey, the RRLC 18th man voting... Is going to commence tomorrow. Oh. Just like we said last week, even though we said it'd be this week. Mm. So just fucking woo up everybody who, t- <laughs> who says that. Um, I'll have episode numbers up and I'll try to give like an approximate time of the episode for when we start to talk about each nominee. Yep. Everyone can vote. We'll give out the jersey next week. How's that sound? Otherwise, we just hand it out now to who we pick, but that's, you know, not well, what we're about. So. Definitely yeah. involve the audience. Right. Yeah. Right, we can override the decision if we don't like it. <laughs> Just say he's no. Yeah, that has happened before. Um, right, a bit of uh, straight into a bit of sport. Mm. This is a great game. Yes, yes, yes. Alyssa Healy, boys, this is the new Aussie skipper in all three formats: nice. Tests, ODIs, T20 cricket. 
massive congrats to her. Uh, she absolutely deserves that. She will be, or she already is, I reckon, one of our all-time greats of women's cricket. Absolutely. She just dominates with the bat like she could. If she wasn't the wicketkeeper, she'd be the opening bat no matter what. Like whether she, even though she's that elite with the gloves as well. Mm. So, oh yeah, I have zero doubt she'll um, make a great captain for Australia. Do you reckon you can really tell with her, like, and I don't mean to always reference back to rugby league, right, but I mean you can really tell that she grew up playing cricket and being such a big part of cricket because of her family, the old boy probably getting her into it from Mm. a very young age and didn't start, like, at high school starting to learn skills and that. Like, you can really see the difference between a chick who has her whole life been involved with the yeah. sport. Yeah, like she started when she was, yeah. you know, four or five or whatever. And, like, and obviously a lot of women's sport is getting better now because they are doing it at a younger age. But I just feel like she's one of those ones that would, was doing that when a lot of other women weren't. So weren't, she's just yeah. that fucking level above the yeah. others, hey? Yeah. For sure. I'm just trying to work out how you're referring back to rugby league there. <laughs> Oh, like because because I find that a lot too oh, with, in the footy. with women's footy, where there's a few players that just stand out. Yeah, apart yeah, from yeah, the yeah. others, it's getting better as a whole. But there's still those chicks that I reckon you, you can, can tell, tell played, fucking yeah. played because they're old mans or, or just they were frothing it playing with all the young fellas growing up. The yeah. difference between natural talent yeah. and someone I should have should have said that as yeah. well. But yeah, like you can just tell those few women who are just that. Like, on par with the men's skill level. Yeah. And it, as a whole, though, women's sport has grown, but I just reckon, yeah, she's super impressive with how she plays yeah. and her skill level. She wouldn't have stopped since she started playing cricket. She's, yeah. Is she not dating Mitch Stark, married to Mitch Stark? Yeah, she is, yeah. yeah. Mm. She, Name about uh, a better fucking bowler in the nets. Oh, he's a good net bowler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, good on her. Also, Meg Lanning retiring. She's been, for since I've ever known women's cricket she's been the captain of australia so well done to her she deserves um all the accolades she's gotten in the past and she's one of our all-time greats as well so awesome stuff um i would have loved to have seen like how do you say this i wonder if Alyssa healy was born a man how dominant she would have been in men's cricket because she is honestly she's as good as Ian Healy was with the gloves, and I reckon he's our best gloveman yep. that we've had, like just standalone wicketkeeper. But obviously Gilly's our easily the best wicketkeeper batsman we've yeah. had. She's like both of them in one. Like mm. just it would have been unreal to see if she was a, a bloke, but yeah, <laughs> just to see like what if she had been so dominant. Been, yeah, yeah, it would have been unreal. Um Especially for her to be able to make a career financially if she was a bloke. She like will be. That, she is now. Yeah, 100%. but I mean, like you're talking about that. Imagine if she was that good as a bloke in the format that she was in. With the know? money they own. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Um, did anyone see the pitch in Geelong the other night? Yeah. At that Atrocious. terrible, terrible stadium, That's GMHBA beautiful Geelong. stadium. Shit football team and the ground staff to prove it too. Um, <laughs> wouldn't expect anything less, really. But did you see any of the fucking balls getting bowled? Yeah, yeah I saw a little highlight reel on one of the socials, and oh, the old batsman is just dangerous. Yeah, the wicketkeeper literally was like, Fuck. "Yeah, the cock, the cock." He, uh, English was batting, and he was fuming. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're going, and like they said, if that ball's at the stumps, 
old mate's copping that in the chin. Yeah. Like, it's super dangerous. Yeah. It's just lucky that they were tennis ball and sort of off the stumps a little bit and there was no chance of it getting up underneath the grill of their helmets. But how the fuck's that happened? What did they have an excuse? Did they interview the ground staff? Because why were they playing there in the first place and not in Melbourne? Well, it's not a cricket. Pitch. I thought it was a yeah, correct. For, I thought, and this is just me harping, but I thought I saw it was a Scorchers bloody home game. Yeah, but that doesn't make any Renegades, sense because it was Scorchers Renegades. I, I just thought I saw the Scorchers were listed first, and normally that means home it's team. Home team. So I don't know whether that was like a deal they Maybe made or they weren't it, allowed to play. Well, they couldn't play in Perth, but Optus. why wouldn't they? Well, at Optus, yeah, yeah. But why couldn't they play somewhere else in the yeah. Western, the Western Australia not, or something? Like yeah. you think they could have given the heads up, like maybe like four or five days out. Hey guys, just letting you know the pitch is dog shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe line something else up, boys. We got a fucking big crack here. Yeah. Yeah, like I yeah. don't know. Did they? They might have had a shield game or something going on at the Wacker yeah, or whatever. That's what but usually Wacker's second choice. Like who knows? A pitch might. How fast can a pitch proper get from okay to woeful? Yeah, it takes only exactly. a bit of rain. Yeah, yeah, true. It doesn't take much rain, but that was. I wouldn't know. Just I was just. It was more disgusting. Like a question. Yeah. But so you're not wrong. It's a footy footy ground. So yeah. why'd they even bother? Anyway, they they could have like. There's only one test match at Optus Stadium. Why did they have to give Perth a fucking home game this early in the season? Mm. So I played two, play two away games just while yeah. they got the test match on. What the fuck's Fuck going on with the Big Bash scheduling? Because Brisbane had two games before some have even played their first. Well, the Heat have now played three. Yeah. Like and, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I There must be a reason for that, though. There's got to be something. I just haven't uh, haven't dived into it. I've just been enjoying that the Heat have played three out of the first fucking eight <laughs> yeah, games or something. Yeah, it's enjoyable, hasn't it? Um, and they're going well, too, mm. which is super, super weird weird for the fucking <laughs> yeah. Heat to yeah. start so well. Normally I'm going, oh, they started well. <laughs> like, as in some of the games they've managed to lose over, over the last the year, couple of years oh, has just honestly blown me away. I know. Mm-hmm. When they scored 200 in that first game, I just texted the boys and said, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting in early. This would be the most heat thing ever to lose this <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> but, no, you've got to give it to them, though. Games. I think they're fucking – they're looking good. Yeah, fucking oath. Yeah. Um, obviously, Munro oh, ripped off of 100 in game one and oh. then made 49 again on Tuesday night, but – it's the spinners, man. Swepson and uh, Kuhneman. 100%. So good with um, the ball. Munro, was he Scorchers a couple of years ago? He's played for them, yeah. Because I, th- I thought I remember watching him back, uh, bat out at the mines when I was getting into the big bash stuff. So, yeah. And he was doing well. I think, didn't they win that year that he was playing for? They them? fucking win every year. Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. mean, what a good person to get into your fucking oh, yeah. Someone with that experience in big games winning fucking they got a comps. Perfectly balanced team yeah, this year. So very excited to see how the boys go. Yeah. Uh, that. Um, Game, the second game of the year, must have been on the Friday night last week. Mm. The boy and Pedro had a bet yeah. in. That was a good game of cricket, too. He was one leg short. Yeah, I know. Fucking old Joe. mate run himself out, too. Run himself oh. out. Big Joe Clark yeah. runs himself out. Mm. Smudge came out for one game, just went bang. Yeah. 61. He runs. does that, eh? He did that fucking last year, made those 200s yeah. in a row. 
His average is fucking ridiculously high in the Big Bash. Just like every other bloody format. I was, yeah. pumped. <laughs> I, I was pumped with old Smithy watching his thing. I was like, oh, I'll put a little sneaky one on here for when you make a 50. And then obviously if he makes a 50, he hits a few fours. Mm. So that was that paid pretty good with a couple of other legs. But, yeah, had a couple of goes at the multis on the Big Bash and it makes it fun to watch. Absolutely. For, for me anyway. Just a little one on there, a few wickets here and there. And you, I reckon your odds for the chances of it happening – are pretty fucking good compared to a lot of other sports you can bet on because just one wicket here and there from the top bowlers, which is likely going to happen, gets you decent odds. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's well, different to betting, like, obviously, but test cricket is so much slower and, like, slow pace kind of game, whereas Big Bash, because it's just T20, yeah. so quick, literally anything can happen. Yeah. Like, it's, you think something's so far-fetched for a leg. But it's T20 cricket. It's yeah. sort of like um, like I do with the footy games during the year. Like, you know, if you have a game where you're not that invested in it, so you might chuck a little multi on. Even yeah. if you have five bucks on it or ten bucks or something, you just throw some legs together. It just, if you have nothing to do, for me, it just makes it more entertaining to kick Having back and go. Having a multi on anything, yeah. it makes it more interesting. <laughs> we're not, we pro- we're not promoting, but just... Oh, if you man. want to watch sport more fun, just gamble. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> responsibly. Responsibly yeah. gamble um, with Bluebet. I think you're spot on there with the big bash. There's a bit of value there because you've gone – one of your legs was Smith to get 50 and then another leg was Smith to hit, what, two fours? Three fours. Three fours. So if one leg comes off, the other one's probably going to come off. He's not going to hit 50 singles, is he? No. no. <laughs> so it's like so it's that they let you do and it. And then I had, like, <laughs> I had those two and it actually brought the thing up. Then I had like Swepson – uh, no, Zampa for a wicket. Yeah, Sean fucking Abbott, yeah, Abbott for a wicket and yeah. one other thing. Boom! It's Nailed. just like you know, it's pretty good. I'll probably Nailed lose it. the next six, but um, yeah. just quickly before we get onto the uh, Test cricket starting mm. today for the listeners, um, the pitch in Dhaka for the New Zealand Bangladesh Test match, Test match <laughs> was the, the worst he has ever played on. Said Tim Southey, New Zealand legend. And he's a bowler. Neither mm. team got near 200 in either of their innings, so it must have been fucking atrocious as well. Wow. <laughs> so. Are the fucking groundsmen going on strike yeah. or what? What's <laughs> going on? Because wasn't Manuka Oval where they played the Prime Minister's 11? That was that? a road, though. Yeah, but some, one of the Pakistani players come out and was fucking blowing up about the pitch. But I mean, Probably pitch, a bowler because it was a road, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but all I'm seeing lately <laughs> is, is this pitch sucks. But I mean, pitch has pitch yeah. been around a fair while. Yeah, like, yeah in, they'd be all over it. Come on, yeah. boys. Yeah, well, the Kiwis actually only just squared the series, I believe. It's now one all mm. in the Test Series. So. Has anyone ever gone to the subcontinent, though, and been like, wow, I love this pitch? No, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for us in the World Cup. Yeah, but we're different. <laughs> um, but, yeah, test match starts uh, today. Well, tomorrow for us, but today for all the listeners. Over in Perth, I love that because it starts later over here. Yeah. That is. <laughs> so oh, you get to watch more after work. Fucking nice. I always that's remember right. that as a kid. Yeah. Getting home from school and if it was in Perth, doesn't start till about 12 o'clock. Like How good. In the RV, so it goes till fucking seven at night. Which is perfect. Before day-night yeah. tests exist too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly. you're in dinner and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm watching test cricket. Yeah. Can I say, whoever come up with the pink ball day-night test, I'm a big fan of you. Yeah, I uh, am. Not but, all uh, the time. I wouldn't want it all the time, but it is nice to plan your thing to be able oh, to have yeah. a few beers and kick back and watch mm. it one out of a series, personally. Anyway. I love it. That's the – I'm – 
going to the one in the Gabba on Australia yeah, yeah, Day yeah. with all my family. And it's like I was assuming it was just going to be a 10 o'clock start but then 2.30 start or 1.30 start. So I'm going to be there at 9 o'clock drinking beers, watching test cricket. I'm fucking all for it. 9 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do like it, but I don't know. Bit of a traditionalist. You're, you're a very traditionalist. That. Well, like, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, I wouldn't want it to always go like that. But yeah. I think one out of the series, it allows all the punters and everyone to actually get more involved. Mm. Like, it's hard for the everyday Joe to get five fucking days off in a row. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to yeah, go yeah, and watch yeah. it. Viewership-wise, mm. they would get so much more. Yeah. You can imagine whenever it was 80s, 70s when ODIs come in mm. and how we're yeah. sitting here talking about, oh, this is fucking awesome with day-night cricket. Imagine being those blokes back then. A whole new four format yeah. that goes through to the night. They would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. would have loved it. What about yeah. like times of change from back then and that? Imagine if someone like Bradman had a plank of wood that the cunts have today. Like, do you reckon yeah. that would have made a big difference and shit or it's just totally different? It's cricket? too hard because you go, yeah, it would have for him. His hand eye was that good, but he didn't face fucking Mitchell Stark yeah, or yeah. Glenn McGrath or anything like that. They <laughs> when, um, have you seen footage of him bowling? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not real. Flash. When we did the uh, MCG tour, because the MCC members do like voluntary tours, there's this photo of uh, the Don with um, Sashin. And Sashin asks him like, "Oh, so Donald, if you were to bat in this day and age, what would your average be?" And I think it was like he said, Sashin's was like 60 or 70 odd or something. At the time, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It would have been at the time. And he's gone and asked, he's like, he just said um, the exact number. And <laughs> Sashin's gone, well, that's my average. What do you mean? And he just like grinned at him and just walked off. <laughs> just being chick. But I don't know. That does make a good question. What would. The yeah. Because he averaged, what, 99 point... Yeah, he needed to fucking one, hit one boundary yeah. in his last innings to average 100. Uh, nah, he would have been good, much, but, yeah. but I don't know. You look at the shots and stuff they used yeah, to play. changes a lot, eh? Super, yeah, yeah, way different. But, yeah, it's an interesting topic. That's in every sport, but, eh? Hey, oh, for sure. You just go, oh... What, Even boxing this, and this shit, and like when they try and say who would have won out yeah. of this age, yeah. No, it changes a fair bit. Have they? Have the teams been finalised? Nah, they do that, the toss. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I reckon you're pretty safe on 10 of ours, and mm. they're probably going to play Marshy, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, rumour is Marsh will be in. Yeah. Who fucking knows? Um, I reckon, obviously, the um, Pakistan are massive underdogs, but I don't know. Don't count them fully out. I know, like, Punna come out and said, worst bowling attack to hit the Aussie shores. This is the second <laughs> tour in a row he said that. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. That Sean Masood, their captain, made 200, not out, um, in the PM's 11 game. Babar Azami is one of the best in the world. And that um, Shaheen Shah Afridi has to lead their attack. Otherwise, it's their bowls that everyone's worried about. Mm. But batting-wise, I reckon they'll be right. Mate, I hope they give it to us. I think... They're going to play some good cricket at times, and this is what normally happens when teams come and tour here is they always play a day or two here and there of good cricket, but they just can't consistently play day after yeah, day. Yeah, like, like good weekend. sessions. They'll have a couple of good sessions That's where right. they'll win, like win the session or whatever, but then the other two they'll lack or will fucking... Yeah. Yeah. And it happens to pretty well every touring team that comes here, except India in the last few tours apparently. That's so, inconsistent. Um, yeah, it's all about... 
because we're so used to playing here and we play tough and all that, we usually just grind teams down and, yeah, like you say, they might take three wickets in the morning session and then get hit for 250 runs in the next two. I really hope so. that the Aussies aren't going in because all the chatter is we're going to fucking roll Pakistan. Oh, we so are. Yeah, we, we are, are going to roll them, but I hope that they're still going in with a let's absolutely oh, pound these be. cunts mentality. Mm. Yeah, definitely will be. Um, yeah, they won't let them get complacent, I wouldn't have thought. It'd just be so hard to be a crick- like an international cricketer, eh? Because, like, they've just come back from um, winning a World Cup and it's straight into a test series yeah. and that's what always happens. Up. Like, it's... There's never really a, a long sustained break. Wonder yeah. if it's not like rugby league or yeah. AFL where or most sports where you at least have two or three months off. That's your off season. Cricket it's played because it's a seasonal with the do hemispheres. They're, do you reckon they're on a salary or is it like match payments? As in like both? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you got a cricket Australia contract, yeah, you're on a set like cricket Australia salary. Yeah, and then it'd be match payments. As well. Yeah, right. Okay. That's I was why they always say that's. If you're getting paid for your extra shit, it'd suck if you were just on a salary and it's like, yep, fucking all well, this shit. Well, that's why they talk about he was fined 50% of his match fee or mm, whatever yeah. and shit like that because, yeah, they get paid for each game. And if you yeah, if you got not so much in um, test cricket, but if you got slow over rate or you're behind time in ODIs or T20, you don't get your overs in. The captain yep. gets fined his match fee and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah. As well as they play like domestic competitions, like they go over. If you play Big Bash, you yeah, play yeah. IPL, you're gonna get paid. That's a contract, though. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. seasonal yeah. contract. And that's what um, has ruined bloody West Indies cricket. Is mm. that that Big Bash, not Big Bash, T20 circuit. short format stuff? Because yeah. they all just chase some money, and it's be silly not to. You can't really blame them, can you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe well, West Indies. Sorry, not maybe West Indies, Indies cricket needed to offer more money um, at the start when the T20 circuit started. Offer more money up to them for playing international cricket. I Definitely. Don't know. They went from the most fierce and intimidating team in test cricket to mm. so quickly just became a laughing stock almost. Mm. No one... That, and that was probably really. before the before <clears throat> the T20 really kicked off and then it just really cemented. Yeah. Cemented. Like they didn't even... Um, didn't even make the World Cup, ODI World Cup. I think that fucking, like, went past a few people without even realising. Yeah. It went mm. past me for the first few games. Then I looked at the table and I went, the Windies aren't even here. Yeah. Yeah, the Windies and, would have been fucking intimidating. And not, only, like, to roll in anywhere too. Imagine them rolling into a brothel. They'd ride them off. <laughs> Like, if there was any team. Are you talking about the to, 80s and 90s yeah. Windies or? Oh, yeah. Like, just the. Big large blokes. Who they would still have just got to Jason Holder. Their thang around. Imagine Rakeem Cornwall <laughs> walking in, just swaying <laughs> in the arena. Big Rakeem can't <laughs> see it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know who they should have been at the World Cup in place of, and that's the Poms. Well, they beat them. They've just beaten them two one. Oh, you know? they win the series as well. Won the series two one. You just uh, make it too easy for us, don't they? <laughs> it just happens every episode. I was, don't want to harp on too much, but sad, sad times to be a that Palm Cricket fan. Sad. And they, but they deserve it after all that Ashes bullshit. Fucking sucked in, honestly. Yeah. Like, imagine if they just went on this massive high and they were winning games. Yeah. They took our back to back World Cup. We'd be fucking pissed off. 
Okay. Carried on like absolute children, and then you go and lose a series in yep. ODI format to a side that weren't good enough to make the ODI World Cup. I can already see the comments. Look, we're just living rent free in your reds. It's like, no, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Well, stop being so shit, and we won't have something to talk about. Just be average, not shit. <laughs> just be average. <laughs> Okay. Same for us. Awesome to see, and that's all for the shit palms this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, it's a segment. It's a weekly segment of shitting <laughs> yeah. on the palms. So. The shit of the palms. Um, <laughs> but yeah, looking forward to the cricket today. Um, what do what do we want to do? We want to bat first, bowl first. Bat. Surely we want to bat first. Yeah. I bat, go out and get six hundred and fifty. You win the toss, you are batting because the groundsman, back to groundsman, has yeah. he's come out and said that he's taken this pitch as far as he possibly can to try and make it fair. So he wants it to be like a bit of a road and then fucking break start up. To, and yeah, that's perfect. Start to break yeah. up and move and be better for the bowlers. So he said he's really stretched it. Like yep. it could flip and be just be shit after fucking one <laughs> session. So I think that's great. Like you just think about like, oh, it'd be easy or whatever, but how much would actually have to go into that experience and time to know that you want it to play a certain thing and then crumble a certain way? Like, It'd be fucking it up mm. like old mate at Geelong. Yeah. That's how you'd learn. But you kind of want to do that at the reserve grade game in town between mm. – Fucking Tanner and Urella, not <laughs> a yeah, big, big bash, bash. game yeah. televised on uh, national imagine television. Imagine those like the groundskeepers watching, the curators watching. They just see one just go, oh. they would just go, Ooh. they'd be Wait, shit. In do you reckon it's like us fucking when we're on the couch watching the Olympics or watching any sport? You go, oh fucking, what's this cunt doing? <laughs> the yeah. curators are there going, oh look at this fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> They do it on the golf courses too. You see a fucking flag that's half a metre from the edge of a green on a big slope yeah. and you're like, oh, these kinds of playing tricks. Yeah, they sure. do that on purpose. They would though, have to. Tricks. Yeah. Yeah. They do it in town, man. It's like, <laughs> no. do they not realise that most people that play there are shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why have you put the flag in the hardest spot on the green? Not me. I'm not shit, mate. I took out the chook run on Sunday in Calliope. Yeah, well, that's good. Won a hot chook? Yeah. yeah good snap. You, pay, well. you, you pay win more. a hot chook. Yeah, it's called the chook run. You pay more for your fucking green fees and the buggy than you do when you get your chook back, but it's the merit. Yeah, but you're giving money to the club. Exactly. The chook's probably been Sitting in the pie warmer for fucking 12 hours. I too. think it was sitting on the uh, bench at the pub for like four hours. It was nice. cold by the time I grabbed it. Yeah, prompt. But yeah, I don't mind. It's a novelty it's though, isn't it? It is yeah. absolute novelty. Do you actually yeah. eat it? Fucking oath, I ate it. Yeah, that oh. night? Fucking oath. Yeah. And then yeah. I made toasties the next day at work. Oh, nice. I love toasties. How good are toasties? Chicken, cheese, and I've cheese actually been bread. trying, doing pretty well, except for the weekends, at eating heaps better. And fuck, man, I've been that hungry. Mm. But I know I've eaten enough, and I just go, right, don't do it, don't do it. Mm. How no, have you go. had Subway since? Since when? Since you've been eating well. Oh, on the weekend? Oh, and I haven't actually, no. You're going to be fucked then. You have to cut <laughs> yeah. back to 18 inches rather than your 24 <laughs> yeah. That's actually <laughs> impressive that you have 24 <laughs> inches of Subway. Especially if I'm hungover on a Sunday, it's fucking with ease too. Oh, just 24 inches going down your throat. And then I make sure I eat it on the couch so that I can not 
move and just get immediately <laughs> horizontal <laughs> and watch TV. That's a man that knows how to run his subway oh, regime. Yeah. I know how to run me used to work there, didn't regime. You? Yeah, I worked there all through school for like from when I was fucking 13 through to 17. Were you running 24 to... inches back then? No Tell way. us the filthiest sub you've ever made on the clock <laughs> for free. Of, like, like for myself, because yeah, oh. surely you would have just taken the Fuck. absolute Mickey there. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can, but if you put too much on there, it's, you can't eat it. Well, it's what's, your, wrap it up. what's your best? I filth? think I went. <laughs> I used to go the chicken classics. They yeah. were called chicken fillet back then. Mm. I've only just stopped calling it that. Yeah. Same. Okay. Good. Yeah, you're you're onto it. So chicken classic, and then I'd put bacon and BMT. <laughs> So pepperoni, salami, ham with marinara sauce and fucking toaster up. Mm. <laughs> that's elite. Yeah. Though. Fuck, it was good. good. Yeah, I'd go in and eat one before I started work and then I'd make one to take home afterwards. Nice. Yeah. And you never yeah. paid a dollar for one, did you? I won't be saying that. <laughs> I almost get offended sometimes because I love me Subway. Like I got a couple mm. of subs and I just know the flavours at work prime. I almost get offended when someone orders just a dog shit sub in front of me. Yeah, like, you've done that to me before. Like, mm. not about mine. Obviously, mm. I know me flavours too. But yeah. you've come in all, like, hot and flustered about this sub that old mate's ordered. And I'm like, mate, Tom, he, who gives a fuck? He ordered a white <laughs> sub with ham, cheese, carrot, <laughs> lettuce and mayo. I oh, know. Oh. And barbecue sauce fresh. And I went... What the fuck are you doing? That defeats the purpose of Subway. Go down I'm to the like, fucking shop and buy it. Bruh, mix your flavours up a bit. Get a bit of shit in there. Ham, fuck cheese and fucking hot. salad with barbie yeah. sauce. <laughs> fuck off, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but anyway, that's Subway. Yeah. Sponsorous. Yeah. Not an ad. But so, an ad. Uh, the UFC uh, yeah. is uh, on oh, this weekend. Different. Oh, boys. I'm, a bit of stinking. Yeah. There's been a few of the free cards, a bit of stuff going on, which has kept me intrigued. But this is this is one of those ones that I'm very excited for, and they're obviously putting a fair bit of effort in, getting the big names in, making an exciting bang for the end of the end year. End of the year, yeah. How Fucking good is a card like this so, like, at the start of silly season? As oh, well? man. Like, you got really Cody Garbrandt. Obviously, he's... A bit past his prime, but he's still exciting to watch. Someone I, someone who who was really big when I started watching, mm, yeah, getting into the UFC. So it's always exciting Back watching when him you're fight. A casual, yeah, yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Oh, Josh Emmett is fighting that Bryce Mitchell. I'm sure Bryce will find a Bible, probably hide one in his ass for the post-fight <laughs> press conference and slip it in there somehow. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, and then the main card, Ian Gary, Tony Ferguson and Paddy Pimlet, that Shavkat Rachmanov and Stephen Thompson. The co-main is the one that I'm sort of not as fired up about, mm. um, that Pantoja and Roy Val. I don't, haven't seen them too much. And then obviously Leon Edwards and Colby Covington. So just a whole card that's going to be entertaining as fuck. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm super keen on it. Have Tony... you got any thoughts on... Well, I'm keen to see Paddy and because and Tony because while Paddy's new, young, hot onto the scene and he's making a name for himself to mm. his character, but Tony's been fucking training with David Goggins for it? the last like couple of months. <laughs> so he's yeah, man, went be, through David oh. Goggins' hell week like yep. proper. Wow. But this is my thing too. People have been saying that right, but not once has anyone ever questioned Tony Ferguson's. Tank. Fitness, yeah, fucking craziness to be committed to it. 
Um, and he got choked out the other day and didn't even tap. Yeah. Like, why does Tony Ferguson need to do a David Goggins hundred percent, man. He fucking walks people down, that, like, in just does not run out of gas. Yeah, it's ever. not lack of mongrel or fitness <laughs> yeah. that, that doesn't get him over the line. In saying that, I'm keen to watch him after him going through that. Yeah. But for me, that doesn't, that doesn't make me think that he's going to win now because I've never no. questioned any of those well, things. Well, Paddy Bimlet come out and said... Uh, he said, it's lose-lose for me. Yeah. If I win, they go, oh, he's too old. He has been, fucking whatever. And if I lose, then the same thing will get said, but I've lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's so uh, exciting, though. It's good to see Paddy get tested against one of the blokes who's been, even though he's lost a fair few, man, Tony Ferguson will always be one of the, you know, big I wish he, I yeah. wish he got to fight Khabib. Yeah. And he will say that forever. It'll be prime, though. Imagine the old Reggie at home just 20 years' time going, I would have beat you, baby, if yeah, I got yeah. to fight him. Yeah, that's right. I was stiffed, boys. I was stiffed. Oh, I swear the last, like, three four times I've watched Tony, it's like, oh, this has got to be his last fight, and he still <laughs> yeah. somehow just doesn't stop, man. Fucking mm. nice. I would have retired after I got fucking front kicked. Yeah. <laughs> was oh. it Chandler? Oh, yes. that front kick! Do you remember insane. McGregor's tweet saying to turn him into a McNugget <laughs> when his face was all fucking scrunched up from that? Ch- well, that's what Ferguson murdered. used to call Connor. Was yeah. McNuggets, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but he was just getting into it. I um, I'm actually very keen to watch Ian Gary after Strickland has just been lipping. <laughs> About his yeah. fucking misses and shit like that, the whole wag thing. Oh. So I reckon he's going to, like, I'm tipping him to come out and have a bee in his bonnet, and I'm going, I reckon Ian Gary's going to win by knockout or TKO. Yep. What Personally, do you reckon that post-fight interview is going to be like? Yeah, it'll just be full of lip. But um, <laughs> I think the press conference is going to be near the main event of this one. Like, yeah. you got some fucking absolute shit. Like, between Colby Covington and Ian Gary and Paddy Pimlet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will not be missing that. Yeah. No way. That's true, eh? So. Colby's been trouting already. Oh. When doesn't he? Saying you don't come to America as a as someone from the UK and all this. I honestly think that I'm predicting a little Colby upset. Mm. Fucking surely not. I'll talk be that us, pissed talk off. Talk us through your thoughts. Because obviously I fucking barely ever get a multi in the UFC because it's so hard. But talk me through why you think that. Well... Sometimes you just get that tingle in your plums. Oh, yeah. So my plums and my brain have been doing a bit of discussing. You've but swapped them. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so um, I don't know, man. I think Leon Edwards, he, it wasn't lucky. The kick that he got on Usman was insane, and he defended that belt against him very fucking well too. But I don't see him being a long-term champ. Oh, I don't see And I think Colby is, if there's anyone who's just going to cause an absolute stupid upset and rock the UFC. We saw it with Strickland as well. Just oh, some that's right. Absolute it could redneck will just come in. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I just it's can't see. fucking wild vibe. Yeah, and who knows, mate. I reckon, and it'll probably come off. But my sort of thoughts looking at it is I'm like, Colby's been inactive for a pretty long it time. It has been a while. He lost to Usman twice. Mm. Now, I know that doesn't matter because they're two different people, but... It wasn't because of the striking game. Like, Usman sort of defended Colby's wrestling pretty well, and Leon handled Usman in that field as well. (coughs) Fucking hell. So um, Have a drink, mate. Yeah. For fuck's sake. (laughs) I'll be pissed if um, 
Covington wins because that just what's it say for the division? You yeah. go and lose twice to Usman. Usman then loses twice to Edwards and then it Covington goes and beats him. I'm just like, what the fuck? What's the, yeah. you know? Flips it on its head, absolutely. I hope he doesn't win. Fucking hell, yeah. I'm dying It's here. not as much as an educated um, opinion on why. Yeah, it's just a feel. It's just, just a that swing. feel. I just looked yeah. at the card and the I just went, oh, I just would not be surprised if mm. there's some upset yeah. there. It'll be, it's, an inter- it's an interesting fight, though. That's Very. what it is. I just don't – I just can't see um, – Covington beating him in the striking or whatever. Like Covington's a like obviously prides himself on his pressure and wrestling yep. and mm. fitness and shit. And I just can't see a bloke that held off Usman's pressure like that, um, not being able to do that to Colby. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting though. I'm keen to see it. I think um, if Colby loses, he doesn't get another title shot. No, nah, he shouldn't for a while. No, anyway. He shouldn't even have this one. Yeah. Um, Stephen Thompson, I'm a huge fan of the old Wonder Boy he's and one what he's done. Stop, man. But. I just feel like he's at the back end of his career where old Shavkat Rak- Rakmanov. He's done so well the first time. Shavkat <laughs> Rakmanov um, is like the bloke who is hitting his stride. Yep. So it's like test young bull, old bull sort of thing. And Absolutely. I just feel like the young bull is pretty favoured to win. Yeah. Yep. But super exciting, mate. I'm, That's I'm a great fucking card. pumped. It's been a while since we've had a card with more. Then what? Two or three interesting fights. Mm. Like, what about so um, Sam Goodman and Liam Wilson? Fucking oath, this mate. Friday. This Friday, um, not uh, each other. No, but they fight <laughs> this yeah. Friday. Both of them. That's right. I think no uh, last no limit card of the year. Both, I believe. Piping hot. Don't favorites. quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's on Foxtel. Like I don't, I don't think it's a pay per view. Do your own research there, but I thought it was getting put on a Fox Sports channel. Right, um, I'll check that for you. Check it for me because I could be wrong, but I thought that's what I saw. And I think, and obviously on a Friday night, how fucking good's that? Yeah, oh, bloody oh, eh? Fucking oh, December fifteenth, Friday night. It's not footy season. There's no excuse. Don't put it on it's a Wednesday. Not a fucking boys. Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, so good on them. That's fucking prime. They've done well there. Yeah, so just trying to imagine get that people up rolling around. into the pubs to watch it. Yeah, have a bit of a look, but definitely support the Aussie boys. Um, no limit have done a great job in bringing more entertaining fights on the domestic level to everyday Australians this yeah, year, definitely. I think. so. Tuning in from 7.30 DKT on Fox Sports and Kaya. There you go. So, there you go. so jump on and fucking have a look. Awesome stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, both red-hot favourites. And on the boxing too, um, Devin Haney. Oh, mate. That was clinical. Yeah, it was clinical. Eh? The fact that he did that against a champion in a, in a weight division above too, it's not like he just fought a bloke who's coming up the ranks or he's doing something. That's fucking impressive. Three, all three judges <coughs> gave him 120 points, gave him 10 wow. points in 12 rounds. Mm. When I saw the scorecard, I was like, holy fuck, and my little brain was ticking over going, fuck, did he win every round? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, he must have. And then because uh, the gap in points, it was 120 to 107. Yeah. I'm like, 13-point gap? Oh. Yeah. No, it was... And then we, I finally got there and went, oh, he won every round and I must have knocked him down in round three, I think, yeah. when I watched the highlights. So. <clears throat> I think we talk about the, like unreal. similarities in him and Floyd. Yeah. But I think it's it, in the way he's going with his career – we saw it with Floyd. Floyd wasn't out there knocking cunts out left, right, and center. He would win on points. He would work a, his opponent down every boxing match and just did enough every time to hold on to his belts. And I think 
Haney is going to do the same, to be honest. Yeah, oh, man. 100% and, and the thing about it is, is I like obviously he's never going to be my favourite fighter just because you love watching a fucking dead set yeah. war. But man, that's the sport. Yeah. Like he's he's going to get to the end of his career and not get fucking brain damage and forget who mm. his parents are. People are you're right. Are People are going to hate him because he'll just do enough to win every time. But then everyone he's, will buy the fight because mate, they want to fucking see yeah. him lose. Smart. But like <laughs> yeah. obviously you got boxing purists too who love that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. we're just talking about the everyday punter who wants to be fucking just see, knocking. Yeah. Just yeah. smiling. Yeah. We want to see fights, not boxing matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'll tell you what though. Super impressive. Liam Paro, mate. Didn't like, watch it, but yeah. Yeah, beat Montana Love and beat him well. Like, finished him in round six. And Ryan Garcia tweeted saying, good work, Paro. Oh, I did be, see it'd that It'd be good bit, to do yeah. a thing in Australia. So he's now got the eyes of proper yeah. huge names in yeah, boxing. Wow. He's a he's a boy from Mackay, I'm pretty sure. True. But Queenslander, um, proper... Yeah, proper Queenslander, Aussie, having a crack. Now he's got his chance at the world stage. Fuck yeah. Unreal. How good are Aussies going at the moment? Fucking oath. That's a big credit to um, No Limit, just for putting it on the map sort of thing. I know he yep. you know, didn't have anything to do with him. They'd but... be the one-off like in history, like Jeff Horn would come out of nowhere. Yeah. Know, Pacquiao, yeah I think he's with Eddie Hearn, but I know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I know, I know, but in boxing in Australia, we... Didn't really, no one really yeah. gave a fuck about exactly it. No. Right. And then you've started getting all these cards going and people started to watch it. So you know who these guys are now. Yeah. And, and you'll mate, tune into their fight. To be honest with you, I don't know if it's just the Australians or what's going on, but all the no limit cards that I've watched this year, there have been absolute wars. Like shit I like watching. People yeah. swinging, man. It's like, fighting, it's not boxing. There's not many, <laughs> there wasn't many Haney-esque fights no. that I watched, <laughs> yeah. put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a big fan of it. It's going, it's going great, Guns. Huge Aussie fan. boxing is getting put on the map. Yeah. Um, I've got a statement for you. You Ooh. can tell me if you agree or not. Okay. <laughs> the 2024 M winner is Luke Brooks. What? Yeah, uh, this blew me away. <laughs> I fucking like spoke to Greg. So you don't agree, or no, 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 no. So uh. old Clarky, right? Clarky's rugby league column. Oh, he yeah. always has some good fucking posts and news outlets, and always up to speed. I follow him on the socials. Yeah, I think too. he does a great job. He put a thing up saying. Yeah, like Groper said, News Corp journalist Dean Ritchie believes Luke Brooks will win the Dally M medal in 2024. Brooks is about to rise to a new elite level and drive Manly deep into the finals, he added. Is he even going to fucking start for Manly? Mate, the only thing <laughs> deep is the finger in that bloke's ass because that – are you kidding like, as in, it's fair enough to say, and I think it'll be great for Luke Brooks to go to a new club. I think he's a good footballer, and I reckon he needs a fresh start. But putting the fucking pressure on him to say that he's going to be the Dally M winner next year, that's like, fucking come on, Joe. I don't Stupid. even think that's putting pressure on him. I think that is just a fucking journalist trying to stand out like, in the off-season. Like, come on, man. Just fucking, you can say he's going to have a, a yeah. great year, he's going to get his shit back on track, but it I was is, like, that's just doing, what good is that doing for Luke Brooks? That has been a running joke since he won Dallium half back of the year. Oh. That he's going to be the new Dallium medalist, he's going to take it out again <laughs> this year. Oh, he's not going to, <clears throat> Schuster's always injured, so he he'll probably be, get a run. Um, 
But between Chez and Schuster, he doesn't. If they're both healthy, he doesn't fucking play. He doesn't Surely start. That's right. Hundred percent. Especially because they've just paid <laughs> fucking Schuster some stupid amount of money. They literally oh, have to invest time into lot. him. What is with Manly just overpaying their players? They've put Ola Kawachu on a million a season for eight years. Oh, yeah. That's a big contract. Big contract for a forward. Was it, was it a million eight? a season? <laughs> yep. I think it was around about that. Around Holy if, fuck. It might have been a little bit less. but I it thought was it was just million. like under, but it was over eight years. I knew the eight it years a, bit. That it was, was a big contract. Massive. He is a great forward, but I... Ola Kawachu? <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. hell, Do man. I think he's one million dollar price range? Nope. Fucking, he snapped. He's not it up. influential in that forward pack. He's not in the whole team. He's, he's not, not pain. Or do you know what? Hey, he's not Tino, where you go throw ten years at him. Like, yeah. Can I give you an even bigger fucking carry on than Dean Ritchie's comment about <laughs> Luke Brooks's Dally M thing? Dean Ritchie must have honestly gone, gotten in the work, and went. Fuck, I've got nothing. Got fuck all yeah. today. He would have been like, shit, it's December. Had I stay relevant. Mm. <laughs> have a go at this. Okay. So we've got a rule change, boys. So Rugby Football League, it's the Australian Rugby League Commission equivalent in England, mm-hmm. are set to introduce new rules in 2024 that dictate any contact above the armpits is illegal. The rules will be introduced in lower grades first before the Super League. Wow. That's... What, that was a rule when we were, like, what, 12? Yeah. Before we hit international rules, it was um, if you tackle above the armpits, you get penalised. And now, oh, that Seriously? is so dumb. Harden the fuck up. I just, that shits me so much, it's man. It's already like, enough of a grey area when someone's head hits a bit of their shoulder oh, and they get sent for 10. Now you're going to make it even worse. If you tackle their neck, you're gone. What about if you're chasing someone from behind and you grab them by yeah. the back of the shoulders or you fucking you jump to grab? You change your I technique. That's like, never going to work. Let's everyone just Blokes relax. running flat out at each other. People have got to realise little Johnny's going to get hurt sometimes because it's a full contract contact sport. So don't play. Like, that's <laughs> the fucking sport. That's why people love the sport because it is so physical and people do get fucking hurt sometimes. Diggers get nailed. Like, that's the best part. Fucking belting a bloke when you're playing. So if you, like, it's like what you said the other week when, because fucking Karen doesn't want little Johnny to get hurt, so he's not involved. Mm. Need to find a way to involve him. Yeah. So you change all these rules to yeah. try and involve him so that Johnny can play. They're gonna. <laughs> they're changing the game that people have grown up loving. Yeah. And that is Absolutely. not what you do. You say, oh well, mate, if you're a bit worried about getting hurt, don't play. Yeah. There's plenty of other cunts that will. <laughs> like I just, um, I really hope that doesn't take off. There's over no there. way. Surely not, mate. That changes a such chance. a like a defensive tactic as well. Because how many times have you heard, you know, you nominate one goes high and one goes low? How high are you really? Getting Imagine trying to wrap. Like the big thing nowadays is wrapping the ball up, making yeah. that first contact up high, wrapping the ball up to stop offloads. If you can't hit above the armpits and you can't even fuck it, like. It just doesn't make any sense for the modern game of the way people defend and mm. try and stop that offload step straight backwards. away. An absolute step backwards. It, there's no way it'll happen. So, so is this just in England in lower grades? That's just uh, shout out to Clarkie. Um, is it true? 
Well, I, it says via the Sydney Morning Herald. That's a pretty reliable Well, that's source. pretty reliable. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not just going to, off a fucking dribble. Although Dean Ritchie probably works there. So. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, it's just more one of those things where you see in the PR'd world that we live in today, mm. a lot of these things starting to creep in so the offended sookie fucks get what they want instead of just having to deal with shit. And this is just another example of a little sooky fuckhole <laughs> who is trying to implement shit instead of just hardening up and accepting what you got in front it's of the world. We some in. people miss out mm. and they can't play because they don't want to get hurt. And that's okay. Let's not fucking make it so that everyone gets a go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, so that's my little bright ways to promote a sport. So yeah. what we will do is we'll wrap that up because... Yep. I can see you getting a little bit angry. Yeah, no, that's... You went red. And it hasn't happened here. I think that's a good idea. Mm, (laughs) That's a good idea. Let's move on. Um, Today, boys, um, Kenty. Does everyone remember Paul Kent? Yeah, yeah. Found not guilty of choking the ex-missus. Oh, true. Came out. What a fucking headache for him, eh? So... So he's Go all and read now. the story on Fox. I'm not going to yeah. um, try and quote the whole thing. But from what I read, it sounds like he may have played up a bit. She got jealous, as you would. Mm, um, and mm. then they've split up. She's gone around to the house. He's asked her to leave. It ended up in a bit of a, a dispute. Yeah. And her word against his, found not guilty on all all allegations. So. so do you reckon now... Like, That's let's, this exactly what I was going to say. Does he go back on or what? Well, <laughs> like, I'm going to say, if he's found not guilty, then they shouldn't have any grounds to stand on at all that on why he was dropped. However, do they want him back in there with all the hype around it and all the chat, oh, even though he's been found 100%. not guilty? And this is what's like so bad about the whole thing is that that's no matter what happens that's tarnished his fucking reputation yeah and mate as much as i think he's an absolute flog Mm. um he no one deserves to to get that pinned on you if you didn't do it yeah well he found not guilty of all charges there you go so if that's fucking true and he was actually didn't do anything then that's pretty rough on anyone i don't think it's like you see nrl players like debellin and he found to be not guilty yeah. after all that, and then he came back and played. Mm. But for a long time, it was like you—you you think DeBellin, you think of that case. Mm. There's time he spent off with two Kent. years, yeah, well, with Kent, and you're working as a journalist for Fox Sports. It's a bit more like of a reputation mm. and like their image. They don't want to have the so-called woman choker. Yeah, I know. But panel. this was a thing as well. When I was reading the story on Fox, it was very like. They were all quotations from what got said in the courtroom and all that. Yeah. But it was very – it was written like on his, on his side yeah. sort of thing because it's their boy, you know. Like mm. it's their bloke that they've they weren't gonna go employed. They're not going to go yeah. and shit on him and say somehow he's been found not guilty and stuff like that. So. Well, that'll be an awkward chat when he, if he does get a start back on the show. Kenny, how you been, mate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking red hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd want to go back on and get in the it's public eye. Just because, you know, you know people are going to be smart asses. Yeah, but how do you get coin? You know what I mean? Like he's he, still got he's still got to fucking work. He can take fucking Dean Ritchie's job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but when did we decide 
when did the NRL decide to, if there's any investigation like that, you don't play or you don't The stand-down rule? Yeah. I think that was only, oh, don't quote me, but I think it was the last couple of years, wasn't it? Yeah. So in the US, there's another thing going down with an Aussie. <laughs> Josh Giddy. Uh, Josh Kitty, uh, Giddy. <laughs> and... He, I genuinely fucked that up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he, their rule's completely different. The opposite. Yeah. If there's a allegation made against you and it's in the police's hands, the NBA do not do anything about it until something's been done by the police. Yeah. He's been playing this whole time. Which way is better? Like, I don't know. they've stood DeBellin down for two fucking years. Over allegations, and he was found not guilty. So two years of his career is gone. Is there like a level of severity to it? Because Josh Giddies is he was nineteen and she was seventeen or something. The consent was all there and everything. Yeah, it and was the just, family yeah, got yeah, involved yeah. and just said to the cops, "No, nah, we're not investigating this." Yeah, anymore. we don't want to yeah, press charges. But and they still are. Is that what's happening? No, I think it's all died off. Yeah, right, right. Because right, right. was, Giddy was playing the whole time, and every yeah. time we touch the ball, everyone's just booing him. Yeah, I know. He's in press conferences, and someone's going, uh, so what, he's like, ask him about it, and he just goes, I understand the question, but I don't have a I'm comment. trying to talk to, about the game, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, is there a severity level to it? I, I don't so. know. If it's he's come out, oh, there's rumours this bloke has murdered someone, mm. and there's yeah. a killer out on the court. Yeah, I think yeah. it has to be a bit of, well, yeah. you can't say common sense now. <laughs> but but you <laughs> think you should be able to though, like old mates facing a murder charge, probably get him away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah, I've yeah. old mates fucking spe- got a speeding yeah. fine too many times. Yeah, yeah. You smashed a. Well, maybe there is. Weekend. We'd have to look at that stand down policy and see if there's like a yeah a severity <laughs> level to it. Surely there, there is, though. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's a fucking. It's a hard one, man. Because like you said, DeBellin's an example where you go, well, if if he like he got found not guilty or whatever, that's two years of his fucking life in his prime. Same as Brett Stewart. Yeah, he was like the, I don't want to say pioneer, because, <laughs> but he was the the first one that I remember. He's the OG. Yeah, where he got found not guilty, but it's still fucking not tarnishes his life, but reputation pretty much, yeah, for a long time. Mm. He literally just was the face of the game. I remember. Especially yep. blokes who aren't full-on fans and follow it perfectly. They just remember these headlines. Yeah. And all the shit goes on and gets found not guilty. But all they remember is, oh, that's fucking old mate that did that. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Kent, everyone's going to – it's going to be synonymous of Paul Kent and choking now. Yeah. Mm. And I feel for him if he is not guilty. It's going to be some some great memes getting around. They've already been out, I think. Yeah. 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 There'll be more. <laughs> Don't yeah, yeah. worry. The internet never sleeps. There is people sitting there right now making them. Hyping mm. them up. Guaranteed. That's right. Some quick-witted people out there. Um, yeah, that was sort of the last I had on the sport. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, should we squeeze? Yeah, we love squeezing. 
Christmas time coming up too. Oh. We've already sort of – we give it a plug at the start on how handy these things are where go to a party where there was no glass allowed on fucking Saturday night and it was, have you got a heap of these at your place? Because this is what everyone needs. They're mm. perfect. Mate. Fucking you can't – that quote there – you just can't make this stuff up. Mate, Secret Santa's in the families when you've yeah. got an adult to buy for. You don't want to spend too much. Fucking perfect. We got a $50 yeah. Secret Santa this year on Dad's side. Mm. Fucking un- perfect. I hope I get one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, to add to my collection. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, you don't know, obviously, it's secret. Mm. I've texted everyone the same link. And said, whoever got me, get me this. Yeah, Reggie, <laughs> Reggie 15. 15. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, guys, if you're keen on that, for yourself or for anyone for Christmas, it's literally the perfect gift for an adult that likes consuming alcohol. Mm. Plenty um, more than or just squeeze bottles. You can too. mix cordial with it too. That's right. There's heaps more stuff on there. Four-in-ones, two-in-ones. All my the way up to Eskies. <clears throat> my old girl, this is another actually um, buyer's or user's review. My old girl's... And Pedro were making uh, cocktails, a bit of margaritas in the weekend. Ooh. She's in there shaking away with the two-in-one, and she said it's the best cocktail maker she's ever had. Well, there you go. She, could, she made four cocktails in one of them. Yep. Fucking look at that. Good stuff. Unreal. So get your two-in-one for cocktail season. Get a squeezeky too. Just go all out. Go everything. all out. <laughs> See, Barb's a Brizzy Horseman got some merch. Did he? I did. He jumped on Good Friday, got a nice fucking shirt, hat. Couple of squeezes. Good on him. Good on the Barbary. Um, so, squeeze of the week for me is the fucking head groundsman at Geelong. <laughs> it has to be. That. Yeah. It's got to be him. Yeah. I feel for him because they're probably just used to uh, mowing for AFL. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You're it's got to be him. <laughs> yeah, definitely give it to him. He would have had, had that much notice. Or we could go the fucking schedulers for the Big Bash. Yeah. Just give, instead of having a Perth home game... In Geelong, <laughs> how about you just give Perth two away games to start the season and uh, then they can play at fucking Optus? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, happy with anyway, that. Or play at Geraldton or something. You know? Anyway. <laughs> hey, another legend that fucking supports the show massively, Knuckles from Country Trucker Caps, the best dome covers in the fucking land. If you've already got a squeeze or our mate's a sober bloke or something like that, bet she doesn't like getting fucking sunburnt, so buy the kind of hat. <laughs> Get on to CTC, go to thecountrycompanies.com. There's heaps of sick hats that everyone fucking loves, some funny sayings, all the right shit made perfectly for the Australian Dome. And if you want to design your own, head to countrytruckercaps.com for, yeah, to make your own one. Have we got a captain this week? Has enough been happening well, in the sport to pick one? If this fucking phone would work, I've been trying to do this the whole episode. The messenger app is failing me. Oh, no. I can't swap for my personal Ooh. to someone sent something in about bull riding. Oh, and bit of bull riding. I don't want to jump the gun, though, because I think it's still going on. It's mm. like some. Do you remember who sent it through? Just show me it and I'll be able to tell you. Here you go, mate. I think if if we don't come up with something, I think Liam Paro on a world stage um, knocking love out and getting into the chat with, like, Ryan Garcia and stuff, that'd have to be mine and Aussie. Aussie Biffin as a whole, man. Aussie, mm. Aussie doing good things and not going through, really, the no limit thing and still getting to that level, I think, is pretty fucking impressive that as is. well. That's Definitely. true. So, That's although true. I think he fought, did he fight Brock Jarvis on a no limit card last time? 
Mate, I do not yeah, quote me on that, but for sure. some reason that might have been on one. But to see him fight on a world stage, to be an Aussie like under Eddie Hearn is pretty fucking big. Mm. He manages some of the biggest. So places. there, there's a contender. If we don't come up with anything else, I did find him. But like I said, it's still going on. There's a national rodeo finals. Yeah, going on in the state. There's ten rounds over ten days. Kai Hamilton, he's gone into the finals in second. Is has ridden four from four, four balls so far. That's fucking impressive. Wow. I don't know if that means he hasn't fallen off. Yeah, like, like says, he's ridden I mean, him for eight. He's seconds. ridden four from four so yeah. far. Yeah, so he's got a. So he might be a sniff for next week's skipper. Mm. Let's but I reckon Liam Parra this week. this week, boys. Yeah, bloody oath. Let's go him, eh? Let's go Upper. him. Fucking oath. We had. Um, we actually were going to give a shout out this week to a place uh, that was going to host. Um, like a rodeo. Uh, it didn't end up going ahead. They've called it off. But I'm going to say the name of the place anyway because it was called Bendemir. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he sent through all these voice messages, you know, explaining what it is and all that. And I just wrote back, the fact that join is called Bendemir <laughs> means we might even get a clip out of it. Bendemir. <laughs> so he reckons the town joke is that they grow the bananas in Coffs Harbour, and they bend them here. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's the go. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> uh, so anyway, there's fucking exciting news. Hopefully that goes ahead and we can give it a good plug mm. when it does. For sure. But boys. They're at the gate. And they're off. Goes up the inside. Of- She's cutting loose now. He's trying. Can he do it? She's going to blow. Here he comes. Boom. Right over the top. Massive news in the racing industry last week. I'm pretty sure this news dropped fucking as we finished recording. Yeah, these will come on. Don't worry. It was straight <laughs> after. Yeah. It was pretty much straight after. Um, came as a shock to quite a lot of people, including myself. 1885 Rose Hill was built um, and it opened that year. Built it for 30 grand. That's what it cost. I think it was 17,000 pounds they built it for. And the Australian Turf Club, the ATC, is looking at potentially anywhere from five to eight billion dollars for the sale. Holy fuck! Yep, we're talking billions, man. Like that is a lot of money. So they're going to use these facilities. The government's going to buy it. The taxpayers going to yeah. buy it. Um, so we'll be fucking chipping in. Don't worry. That's um, use the facilities to house 25,000 people. They're going to put a school there, metro rail. Basically, a whole community will be built there and owned by the government. Huge news. It's um, going to be a slow process from now until, I reckon, the end of the decade, moving stables and trainers out of Rose Hill into new areas. I think all racing New South Wales trainers and staff are over the moon because the fu- this is f- future proofs, if you know what I mean, like it absolutely makes a certainty of the future of racing New South Wales for the next fucking hundred years because of how much money it is is involved. Um, And, and, you know, it's always a battle between Victoria and New South Wales for who has the premier racing industry and this might push New South Wales in front in come, you know, 20 years' time. They might be miles in front because they've got so much fucking capital to invest back into the industry now. Absolutely. Well, oh. my initial thought was, shit, it's just going to be Randwick. Well, uh, they can't you, do that, though. They're going to have to build a second... No, they, they'll, they'll just, just have it at Warwick Farm and they'll have it at other places because 
you can't race week after week yeah, after week. That's what I mean. Man. I was like, what's the new? Well, where do they go from here? Who do they choose? I'm just but, like, I just have this weird feeling in me that's going. Are these fucking cunts that I always whinge about just it, starting I, their little thing with knocking racetracks over and building things in there and starting to try and phase out the man, industry that, or what? The ATC know. are selling it and the, all the money goes to the Australian Turf Club. Yeah, right. Like, it's yeah. theirs. They own it yeah. and they're going to sell it to the taxpayer and fucking make five to eight billion dollars. Yeah, like, yeah, right. Because, yeah, I just haven't read enough into it, but I'm just like, I just didn't want to be going, fuck, yeah, sweet, when I'm going, oh, I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. And obviously there'll be way more to come Yeah, um, in It'll the coming years. It'll be a very years. long process. Yeah, it's not 100%. just going to be, uh, righto, get the dozers in, Rosie's yeah. going. Well, sometimes I, well, I did. I don't know if you do, but when people say a billion, you don't really take on, you don't really think, oh, how much that actually is. And someone put it in an analogy for me and they said, how many seconds do you reckon is in – sorry. How much time do you reckon a million seconds is? It's about 11 days, right? Yeah, how wow. much time – knowing that, how much time do you reckon a billion seconds is? It'd be fucking thousands. 31 years. Holy <laughs> fuck. Wow. That is a billion. Like when you talk billionaires, that is how much difference yeah. there is. Between a million and a billion. Holy fuck. It's one of those, like, you just get lost in thought when you really yeah. think about it. you just it. say, oh, a billion, like, you know, just – and when you actually think how much more money it is and they're going to sell it for five, like, that's – Do you think it's honestly, worth that much? Well, I don't know. Like, it must be. There's, Are they just getting – like, is ATC just getting a fucking amazing deal here? Because if I was, like, from a blind eye – only known much about racing the last like year or two. I'd go, oh, probably like two hundred and fifty million dollar sale. Mm. Well, mate, but, but it's they... for the land. I think it's like they have to completely fucking start from the bottom with that, and that's why they're paying so much. Is because for the Rose land, Hill where it is. Yeah, Rose Hill wouldn't go. Nah, all right, oh, two hundred and fifty million. We'll take that. Mate, They'd definitely be overpaying for the sake of yeah. Being but able dude, they would have proper had a full plan of every breakdown of every square inch of that. Yeah. fucking place yeah. and broke down what they're going to get for each little subdivided thing, each thing that runs through, and they would have figured out. The government it all out. won't fucking lose money nah. <laughs> in no. the end. It's not like it was a quick thing at the end of a meeting. Oh, by the way, you want to buy Rose Hill? <laughs> yeah, throw five billion at them. <laughs> you know, they would have proper. Well, we're fucking paying anyway. But yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so, yeah, massive news. But when you think, um, so Victoria, the Victorian Race Club, they were in the whole $45 million over the last three years. Yep. Learned really? that today. And I'm just, yeah, I think it's an absolute no-brainer for the eight, like Australian Turf Club to fucking do that. The government wants to pay you f- between 5 and $8 billion for a racetrack. Take that to secure the industry yeah. for the next century. Well, when you think about it, like Tom, you were saying, is this like a bunch of snowflakes who are trying to – you know, fuck the racing industry, knock mm. down the track. Because there's heaps of people always talking about knocking down Eagle Farm and trying to do the exact same thing they've done with Rose Hill. But that, that kind of money would almost make the racing industry better. The people that complain about it's cruel, you know, the conditions they have, $8 billion, is they're not going to do fucking nothing with it. Oh. That'll, like you said, that is going to secure for years and just, like, improve the sport on a whole. 
That's right. Trainers are going to get grants and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Like it'll be facilities. Awesome, so. Imagine they Imagine build the a new racetrack. Yeah, well, the they'll probably build fucking three. Yeah, mm. <laughs> just be, to be able to you know accommodate the trainers and the stables that have got to move out of there. So well, that I have have they planned like a last meet that they're going to go do there or whatever and stuff. See, like I don't that. think it'll. This won't happen for years. Yeah. That's my opinion. They'll need to have something perfectly in place to go as soon as they want to knock it down, the whole everything, all the stables, horses, well, have th- a place ready. I think to it's going to be a gradual move mm. yeah. for the stables that are in there. It'll be a slow, gradual move, like time. It's going to be, or can you just take, like, fucking yeah. Mr. Brightside and chuck him... Over in your like, backyard for a couple of weeks while Barb's <laughs> 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 laughing. Barb's <laughs> laughing. Um, and Jace wasn't saying that Mr. Brightside gets trained at Rose Hill there, by I've, the way. Yeah, for that everyone was just who, a big name. Just, yeah. <laughs> so don't rip my asshole in my little red hole in half, please. Yeah, it looked like the Jap flag after fucking that race. So, yeah, it's not like, like you say, they're not just going to bring a heap of fucking. Moving trucks <laughs> in. Barb's is down there helping him out. Yeah, I'll have him. I'll have him. <laughs> Just bidding on horses. Yeah. <laughs> With Lindsay Goff's money. Yeah. <laughs> You'd hear him. Uh, um, but yeah, that'll. Obviously, this has just happened, and none of these things will happen for years. Mm. Yeah. So, but we got to talk about it as it's fresh. Um, big, big news. Hopefully, gets signed, sealed, delivered, and it all goes ahead. And uh, the government don't go, mm, that's a lot of money. <laughs> they don't listen to this episode and go, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they would be too. Albo would oh, be a frequent sure. listener. Probably, um, what's the NRL boss's name? The Landys. The Landys, he'd be listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, how'd we go last week, boys? There was a bit of printing going on, oh, wasn't there? Oh, there uh, was. For one bloke, there was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's hard being. And you're looking at him. <laughs> Yeah, you can't get the glasses on. It's all right. Either on. Now I can't see. It's hard winning all the time in the Punters Club, isn't it? I know. It's hard just giving these cunts money. Yeah. Like, it's hard doing your bit in the, the all-in all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not getting a reward. Uh, nah, but how did we go? Let's have a look. A uh, listen, sorry. Punters Club, my bet. I'm swinging. Yeah. <laughs> I'm swinging. On a horse in race six at Eagle Farm. Number six, all that pizzazz at $7. Randwick, race five, number two, Blue Stratum oh. to win. <laughs> and then I'm having young Verta in the Ballarat Cup. Race eight at Ballarat, win. They're just shitting on me. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm heading to the boxing. Devin Haney is fighting. Uh, and look, he outpoints him and wins by decision. That should be paying about a dollar forty-two ish. My all-in bet is Liverpool head-to-head win against Crystal Palace, and is paying a dollar sixty. Friday, the Sydney Sixers versus Renegades. So he's got Smudge to score thirty runs, Sixers just to win, Joe Clark to get thirty runs, oh, and name, yeah, though, Zamps yeah, to get yeah. two plus wickets. Wow. $26.50. I was going to say, that would be huge. Yeah. Woo! Nice. Yeah, Pedro just a bee's dick yeah. off that. Gropes, that was a, uh, Jace, that was a uh, nice print, mate. Jace had to say Pedro's last week because he was fucking dying. Yep. Um, so he close. Was, ja, run himself out. He was mm. fuming at Joe's. Well. Um, I'll have to have a talk to Gilly. I don't know if we need to fucking... 
put two of my fuck ups in there. Just really <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the I'll take you one. down a peg. After I, uh, young Verda may not have won the Ballarat Cup, but that was that race where that horse moved out on him. Oh, that's so cold. Oh, bro. Just folk, like, was not in the middle of the track. He was probably not on the rail. He's probably in between the middle and the rail, and he just moved out on young Verda, mm. pushed him out, and a horse went past them both that probably was going to win anyway, but it was like you I would have liked to know. see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so spewing about that. but um, And Blue Stratum, disappointing, eh, Tom? We watched that. Yeah, Railed like a greyhound, looked like it was going <laughs> to win by how far, Boy, and then mate. just got to the fucking 900 metre mark and said, nah, nah, not today. Mate, nah, it nah. looked fucking prime. Like, we were just going, oh, here we go, like, just ready for it to open up. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Someone just pushed a treadmill out and it just jumped on it. <laughs> Fuck. So the all-in was fucking gone immediately, mm. and it run fourth too. It couldn't have just... Run seventh. No. Had to run fourth. Fucking pain in the arse. Haney did exactly what he was supposed to do. Yeah, that's right. Liverpool left it late. Oh, didn't they? I was watching the highlights Sunday. Yeah, I was fucking watching. I always do this. Anytime my team is playing at the 10.30 game at night for us, and I'm I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll watch that. I end up drinking somewhere, and then there's like (laughs) 60... 60 or 70th minute, and I go, oh, fuck, that's right, they're on. I tuned in just as there was the red card. Oh. And then Salah scored. How stupid was that? I know. Old mate's on a yellow card, dives in for this challenge. Just a stupid stand. Did he stand on his foot or something? Yeah. It was a foul, and he's already on a yellow. Bang, another yellow card. Two minutes later, Liverpool score. It's one all, and then while they're they up lose one the nil, yeah, while they're up one that was nil, like they were doing very well, and it just so went down dumb, man. We soon as he, soon as I think it was IU, soon as he yeah. got red carded, bang, momentum swung. Liverpool dominated. Salah scores. Harvey Elliott scored in um, stoppage time. Thunder cunt of a shot as well. Great, great goal. Yeah. Um, just quickly on uh, the other side of Merseyside. First time that I can remember in a long time, Everton had three wins in a week in the Premier League. Yeah, that's massive. So there was a midweek game. So they won away 1-0 against Nottingham Forest uh, last Saturday. Or, sorry, Saturday before. Then they had a midweek game on the Thursday. They beat Newcastle 3-0. And then they beat fucking uh, Chelsea 2-0 on Sunday. So they didn't let a goal in yeah. and won three games in, in a row. And I just went... This never, ever, ever happens. Sean, <laughs> What's going on? Sean Dyche, Smokey for Manager of the Month. Oh, and Three games, six goals. We're five points out of the relegation zone, even though they took ten off us. So yeah. fuck If you didn't you. cheat, good, you'd mate. be tenth right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, should we have a uh, another crack at the Bluebed All-In? Yeah. yeah. I'll go. Now, boys. Let's swing. I've watched this horse trial the other day. Um... Do yourself a favour, go to Racing New South Wales, type in Amazing Eagle in the search bar, that's the horse's name, go to its trial that it had on the 5th of the 12th and watch it win by eight lengths without even fucking trying. Hasn't had a, uh, an official race start yet though, bit worried about that. So potentially trialling against fucking <laughs> equestrian. <laughs> that's horses. right, but it's the favourite for the Magic Millions two-year-old race Ooh. in January. This is its first start. It's a $400,000 cult by none other than Capitalist. Ooh. Is it Sire? That's uh, got some ties over here with Tommy's horse. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, obviously, I can only go off that trial. I can't talk it up enough. Timmy Clark's on board. Gerald Ryan training. Timmy will go to the front on him. And I just think, well, I hope you go to the front on him. The way he trialed, he'll go to the front on him and not look back. You're getting $2. We're going to win. Oh, on the snot. Beautiful. <laughs> Righto. I'm keeping this short and sharp. Ian Gary to win by KO or TKO. I reckon he'll come out with a point to Prove and sleep him, and that should be paying around the $2.60 mark. Oh, wow. We're going to get some good odds this week because I am doing two legs. So oh, we're starting shit. off Liverpool head-to-head <laughs> and Mohamed Salah anytime goal scorer, and that'll be about the $2 mark as well. So Liverpool Ooh. are taking on Manchester United at Anfield, which Ooh. is a fixture. A lot of United fans dread every time they check their calendar. Recent record against Liverpool is abysmal. Aggregate score of 21 to 4 oh. in favour of Liverpool. And the Red Devils also haven't won at Anfield in seven years. So my point is it's a massive hoodoo for United. And uh, there's one player all behind this. It's Mohamed Salah. The Egyptian king has scored nine goals in the last five games in the Premier League against Man United. Uh, so, yeah, well, I think Liverpool are going to pound them into the core of the earth. So we're adding that head-to-head and then a little bit more value is going to add Salah in for a score. He's on fire this season and just loves to terrorise United. So that will get about $2 odds. Wrap it up once again. Download the Blue Bear app and head to the Bluey Specials for our direct market. Fucking oath. Bloody oath. I reckon that will be... We can't get it just because of the two-legger at the end there, but... Uh, Blue Bear be... will make that happen. Yeah, yeah bloody oath. That's it'll be I... eight bucks or something, I reckon. Yeah, I'll definitely be throwing a bit on that. Yeah, that's fucking good. Little swing. Have you gone with Gary just to win? No, for no. to win by knockout. Sorry, yeah, I've got that. I was gonna. I, I was, was gonna with... say, whoa, big boy, dollar twenty-seven. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. So we were thinking, like we were sort of talking before about. I was gonna just go Leon Edwards head to head, but oh, you know, Chase lays a little bit of. Um, well, chat before he just talked before yeah. about Covington. Fucking um, that's a that's a spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler punters club coming up. Yeah, but, but yeah. he talked before in the sport how he feels that Covington's coming up. So mm. I didn't want didn't any want bad woo woo. Yeah, on the show. Yeah. So I've thought I'll go. And we with actually the other. discussed best uh, bets this time. Usually we just jump on the couch and yeah. then we go mm, well, figure we, it out. <laughs> yeah. One thing we never ever discussed though is the old boys. Go, you bastard! Come on, you little bastard! Get up there, son. Got it, you little I am very excited for Keto's segment because there's a race meet at Bowen today, as in fucking tomorrow for us, but today for you listeners, it's a bit, it's a, it's one that's sort of been sprung on them a little bit. They uh, weren't expecting it, but the racetrack is looking in fucking fantastic order, as it always is. I got a few videos off Stevie Daly yesterday and the old boy. Um, I can't wait. I reckon there's going to be some listener exclusives in here because Ooh. Keto is very, very, very keen on pretty much one in every race tomorrow. Lovely. So keep the ears peeled here. I think we're going to post these fucking straight after we finish recording. Yep. Um, and get on Bluebet and have a look at race six. Have a look at the name of race six at Bowen um, for Thursday's meet. Hmm. In for a treat. <laughs> Get your notepad ready. Reginalds, 
Another little pickup last week. Here we go. We're going to get on a bit of a roll. Claiming it. Guys, Bowen races tomorrow. TAB meeting. Um, have a look. We've sort of dodged the cyclone at the moment. Some heavy rain. It's still raining near Drizzle at the moment. But at this point, we are racing. Guys, I'm going to give you a winner in every race. We'll probably What we'll do is I'll give you a horse in every race in Bowen tomorrow. And uh, you take a place multi and a win multi and mix them all up. Here we go. Race one, num- number three, Tycoon Baby. Race two, number two, I'll tell you go. Race three, number three, Ruby Sparkles. Race four, number one, Northern Pride. Race five, number two, Ren's Day. Race six, number one, Make It Flashy. And race seven, number nine, Lady of Fortune. Love it. This is a listeners only. The win multi for those seven races is 1,500 to one. The place multi is 15 to 1. The guys will put this up and post it for all years in the morning. Um, well, yeah, you'll hear this in the morning and then go and have a look for the post. Anyway, <laughs> Keto's Collectors Old Boys Blue Bet this weekend is going to Caulfield Race 6, number one, Blazing Rebel. Third up, three from three. At the track, one from one. Distance, two starts, first and a second. Guys, I really like this horse over the 2,000 metres. Wiramu Pin, claiming two kilos. Evens this horse's chances right out with the race with that weight. Um, currently $12 the win, $3.80 the place. This is an each-way special to me. Um, I'm quite confident. <laughs> Guys, I'll see you all here at Bowen. Get on that big multi I'll give you, and uh, we'll have some fun. See you on TV. <laughs> On your keto, he's pumped yeah, up. He's fucking, so he's fucking pumped be. up. So, race six, now that you've all gone and had a look for yourselves, race six tomorrow at Bowen, or today at Bowen, is called the Ben Keating Handicap. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> And that is for all to see on every app across every fucking thing. Um, that's awesome. How good Stuff. is that? That is so good. Yeah. Class, class he deserves one. it. The work ben he's Keating. put in, he deserves yeah. it. Absolutely. And then race seven, it's a BM60 called the Steve and Helen Daly. So that's the president and the treasurer yep. as well. So Unreal. Awesome. Fucking stoked. And they've got a, they've got a name for, uh, obviously they've named it after each one of the committee every mm, race. Yep. But Wally, Wally's in there. It's fucking great to see. Good on him. Fucking oath. Cool as. Um we should definitely probably have a bet in the uh, in the Ben Keating handicap. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Silly not to. But yeah, chuck that multi on everything to place. He's quietly confident. Mm. Bit of insider knowledge. Your, maybe. Set your timers. If you're at work tomorrow and you think oh, I'm not going to be able to watch the Ben Keating handicap, <laughs> yeah. you are. At you'll go sixteen oh eight. Oh well, some blokes work back. Yeah, but uh, yeah, set your alarm. Everyone's got a shit ready. though, Jace. They do. That's right. Save your shit for 1608. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Awesome. What's uh, Is Pedro back? or Pedro's back. His voice yep. is back and right he on. is back. I think the chimes need to stay away. I don't think the chimes are in this one, so it might be in. G'day, Reggie's. Well, time for Pedro's picks. No chiming. I'm back. I'm fresh. Ready to attack. Had a sickie last week. Couldn't <laughs> fucking talk properly. <laughs> So we're done. And sorry, boys, the chimes are fucking done. The cyclone has just destroyed my brain with that fucking chime. It is done. Packed up in a box. Hopefully the missus never finds it. All right. Saturday night, lads. Five-leg EPL multi. Let's hit it. Let's print. We've got Newcastle to beat Fulham. 
got Bournemouth to beat Luton. I've got Man City to beat Palace. I've got Chelsea to beat Sheffield United. Ooh. So they're all home games. Very fucking doable. And the fifth leg, I'm going to jump on Everton to beat Burnley. Oh. That's an away game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I probably regretted fucking tipping against Everton the other week. So I'm jumping on them. They're, uh, they're on fire. You know, with the Champions League through the week, the Europa League <clears throat> through the week, you know, the rest of the players, all the, all the clubs have. So everyone's fresh. Anyone that's going to win should fucking win. Thanks to Bluebet. That's paying about eight dollars. So uh, let's print, boys. Attack. Cheers. You beauty. Fuck yeah. On you up. I love it. I don't know. Like father, like son with the old EPL. He's put the fucking poor old boys under the pump. It's not a bad bet. Yeah. Besides the whole away thing, he's getting. It was like two dollars ten or something. It's against Burnley. Yeah. Which who are trash? Yeah, Daishi's return as well. Yeah. It's Turf Moor is our home stadium. It's got (laughs) fucking heartbreak written all over it. (laughs) That'd be such an Everton thing to do. I know. Last three like you have, and then lose one nil (laughs) to a bit of Brexit ball. Actually, no, confidence coach. Yeah, but we play a bit of that. (laughs) You do. That is your style. (laughs) I love it. Hoof it up. Ah, right about Rocket. Oh, yeah, tell you what, he was stiff last week. Boys, Hunters, Queenslanders. Rockets Ruffies, we're in to go. We're off to Randwick Race 2 on Saturday, 1,600 metres, Horse 2, Vegas Outlaw. This thing's on a roll. Whatever is in its oats is probably going to wear off after the next race. So jump on it, paying about $6 a win, $2 a place. Get on it, stay hard. Beautiful. Lovely. Um, That thing he backed last week, Tim Clark, absolute butcher job. Mm. He's normally so good with the Waterhouse and Bot horses yeah. at being able to control the speed. Yeah, he just let it go. And he fucking... just fucking hell, man. We saw how far in front it was and we just went, you have got to be shitting me. It ran near last. Yeah. Fucking. And he's, shit he rides for that stable all the time. So I don't mm. know what's happened there. Horse got too keen. Oh, nah. Can't, can't win them all. We never blame the jockeys, but it was fucking Timmy Clark's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Punters Club? Punters Club. We'll go, go to Punters, Punters Club. We normally finish with that. Uh, He'd want to have a fucking bark or a growl or a yip today <laughs> yeah. too, that cat. And a winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yip, yip and a winner, I reckon. Punters right Club. Up. Punters Club. My chance to go back to back just personally and with Big G's win. So yeah. we're going to follow similar formula, the GD Gropes. I'm going 80 to win on this first bet on a pony. Eagle Farm Race 7, the Grand Prix Stakes. We're on number three, Shy Guy. He's drawn a great barry here at the third. He's used to running at the mile, but has recently ran at the 2000 at Doomben and ran a solid second. Uh, the gelding will have Mark 2 plus 3 on his back, and I think he is prepped perfectly and ready to win this race. He's paying about $3.70. So that'll be a nice print to start. Where are we? What race? Eagle Farm Race 7. Copy that. Yeah, five on the back of Shy Guy. Yep, that's it. Mm. And then with my last, you don't like it? No, I was laughing at Tom. (laughs) I thought that was a bit of a doubtful. No, saying two plus three, fives on Shy Guy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Righto, with my last 20, I'm going for a bit of a Hail Mary here, Here as has been uh, tipped. A swing, some would say. A swang, swing, whatever you want to call it. So it's uh, multi 
We're going Ian Gary to win at $1.25, Paddy Pimblett to win at $1.31, Pantoya to win at $1.54, and my last leg, which is a swing and a half, and I hope he's swinging because it's Colby Covington, TKO, KO at about 8 bucks to give us a 20 multi KO as well. Yeah, but I'm not going points. If Covington wins, he's not going. He's going to go out there and just. That is a swing. It's a swing. I'm, but I'm like, swing I'm not giving you any sort of shit at all from just what we've seen happen. Yeah. In the yeah, yeah. Oh, that 100%. is. Well, I couldn't go past. I was like, if I got that tingle in my plums, I yeah. may as well chuck yeah, a bit yeah, of the punters yeah, yeah. club on it. Because if I pull that off. Then I'm going to be trusting my plums a lot. The plums more. will get bigger. No, you have yeah. to trust the plums. Expand. Trust the plums. Yep. What are we getting for that? Twenty dollar odds. Nice. So that'll nice. be that'll fucking almost print more than the big print. Mm. That'll print way more. Yeah. Oh, good shit, Jace. <laughs> I'll be fucking eagerly watching that. Bloody yeah. oath. So, what a weekend, boys. Friday night, no limit card. Saturday, fucking racing. Mm. Sunday, big UFC card. And guess what else is on every day? Big Bash. Ricks. The test. The test as well. <laughs> Big Bash actually isn't on. And it's not on, which is no. good, yeah. It's, oh, they, isn't it? They're giving so it a rest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Until Tuesday. While the test is on. I think they're doing, they'd be doing that for a couple of reasons. Um, it's in Perth. Yeah. So at 7 p.m. fucking Eastern time, it's still going to be on. Yeah, over the there. ratings so, would be yeah. just dog shit. You can't. Well, you can't because yeah. it's Fox Cricket. Yeah. And they host, they, they show everything, so you can't. I'd rather get into me test work anyway. Oh, 100%. No, How keen. good. We have cricket every single day until like sometime during January. Yeah, my missus yeah. is pumped. Yeah, same. Oh. She walks in, she's like, oh. Who's winning? I was, um, I was trying to explain to Wendy the other day, nothing, no rules, it's too hard. I just wanted her to be able to tell me the score when I ask what the score is. If I'm yeah. in the shower or whatever, I'm like, I watch the score. <laughs> and I was like, right, how would you say this? And the Heat were like one for 130 or something. She's like, one, one, three, one. And I went, nah, nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> So what you got to say is one, four, 131. And she was like. What the fuck? And I'm like, just can you just say the dash is a four? <laughs> yeah, that's what you should have <laughs> said. Dash, it's more of a fa. Dash, a fa, I know. Four, yeah. And I was trying to say yeah. one fa. Yeah. it just wasn't working. That dash in Australian, it's fa. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got to say. The dash is a fa. One fa. Two hundred and something. Imagine if they watched yeah. um, like English cricket or somewhere else where they put the it's opposite. First. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, holy fuck, babe! <laughs> yeah. They've got three hundred twenty-seven wickets. Lost some wickets. <laughs> they're cleaning them up. <laughs> yeah, no, it is funny, eh? Yeah. So we're good. Mm. I can yell from wherever. Shed fucking whatever. <laughs> What's the score? And we're on. That's nice. Good. Well done, mate. That's good. It's good training. Yeah, that is great training. <laughs> Prepping yourself well for the summer. Right, oh, Barbary, I want to hear on. a fucking yip, a growl, a sniffer, a fart, and then get a fucking winning tip. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting to the point where I'm going to have to start keeping tabs on how long it's been. After we, this week, I'm going to. I'm going to actually go back through and see the last time you had a winner. Like next week. Next, next week. week. I'm yeah, backing yeah. him in again this fucking week. Fucking nice. I backed him in, in every week. Tell but, you what uh, wasn't the worst run what? was um, – Epicus, the one he tipped at 70 to 1. Mm, that yeah. was a fucking decent run for something that was 70 to 1. Yep. Had a couple of dollars on it. Couldn't let it go around fucking with nothing on just in case. You can never count a man out in the punt. 
Nah. We've seen it on the show before. Never. Keto went like 10 weeks at one point. Yeah. And then he just printed. <laughs> well, what or textures on Sunday uh, when, because they had a big group one day in Hong Kong on mm. Sunday. Yeah. Had the Hong Kong Cup, the Hong Kong Mile, and Golden 60 was running, and Romantic Warrior, the Cox Plate yeah. winner. And Jamie. Golden 60 has had 29 starts for 27 wins or something. Just comes first up. This is two years in a row. First up, wins the Hong Kong Mile. Spell. Did it again. First up, won the Hong Kong Mile by fucking a street. Spell. <laughs> and then Romantic Warrior just got the chocolates and uh, textures me multi and went... Just keep swinging, boys. <laughs> You're never out of the fight. Until 11 o'clock on Sunday night. Do not give in. You will get it back. But responsibly. Yeah, responsibly get it back. The more you. <laughs> Come on, Barbs. Come on, Barbs. Never surrender. Reggie's. First things first, I've got to address the bark. Oh. I know it all started as a bit of a piss take about the blue catalogue. Uh, but turns out, I think it's a bit of bad woo-woo, really. Um... I haven't had any joy since it was first produced, so until I do, this blue cattle dog will be silent. That's fair. Like That's I said, fair. nothing to scored about, just the fact that I'm taking on the same role as Keto had for the first few months of the show, I think. Um, <laughs> the bleed is real, the wound is starting to open and widen. Anyway, I couldn't tip me fucking hat at the minute, but I keep fronting up. I'm going to do the same thing this week, lads. We're going to Eagle Farm, race nine, number four, far too easy for my best bet. Oh, I listed Loch Ness Stakes. Uh, this horse went to Sydney for the Kosciuszko. He ran third behind front page in Opal Ridge, beating 2.3 lengths. First up this campaign, he was very unlucky on the 4th of this month uh, in the Ballina Cup, beating 0.32. Uh, there's no Opal Ridges or um, front pages in this, lads. And uh, with Jimmy Orman on his back, uh, our best hoop in the in the state at the minute, I think he will just be too good from $2.05 you're getting at the time of recording. I reckon he might get the blows come race day and you get a bit better. But, uh, yeah, I, I really think this is his to lose, lads. So that's uh, race nine, number four, far too easy. Love and it. for my best value is in the race right beforehand. One of the Reggie's old favourites, the Rex Lip trained oh. Sofrato. Now, this gelded now son of encryption... Uh, talking to Rex the other day at the races and uh, he's had the ultimate gear change and he's reckoned it's brought him right on. So uh, under Damien Thornton, barrier 12 is a bit sticky, but uh, he's third up now, fitter. I know he finished down the track second up, but uh, was fi- uh, was found to have uh, complications on recovery. So um, let's put a pen through that, I'd say. Uh, he doesn't mind Eagle Farm. Damien Thornton will be able to plot a course. He always does on this horse. They get on really, really well. And at $13 and three eighty, he's got to be my best value bet on the program. So there you have it, boys. Barb's is best. I fucking need a winner, and I'm hoping I get it. And race nine at Eagle Farm, number four, the Lochnay Stakes, far too easy. $2.05 at the time of recording. And my best value, race eight, number one, Safrado at Eagle Farm, the listed at Channel 7 Gold Edition plate. Thirteen dollars and three eighty at the time of recording. Keep it stiff, lads. Happy bunny. Barbs. Love nice. it. Was the was the first week of not winning the bark. I thought the bark no. was just midway through the drought. <laughs> Is I that what you've was... taken out of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree. Well, I was looking at the punning post. So I was just thinking, yeah. fuck, I swear the bark came just Yeah, mid. but he doesn't want to bark unless he's fucking had a winner. I get it. Well should whimper. He should be yelping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will 
would not do that. I'd tell you to get fucked. No, but you're not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Barbary, mate. I'm with you. I'm with you, old son. That, um, you're going to get it this week. I'll mate. tell you what, he goes back to the old favourites a lot, doesn't he? Went to Zoom on last yeah, week. Zoom on is a big favourite in the show. I like, uh, I like it, though. I reckon he's, he's going to go on a run now. He's talked to, forgot what he said his first name was, but RG Lip. Mm. <laughs> Great trainer, too. Like the the name. Oh, yeah. Lip. <laughs> Full of lip. Full of lip. <laughs> he's misses Full this. of barbs. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I like it. I yeah, love it. fucking ice barbs. Um, and like he said, second up, had a poor recovery, right, was found to have a poor recovery. So put a pen through that one, and his first up run was great. I've got a black book to you. I there mean, you go. Sorry. Whatever it is. Safrado, did he say that they recently gilded it? No, nah, they did it before this prep, I think. Oh, I was going to well, say. Well, before last prep. He was coming off a fresh ball change. No, no, no. The ultimate gear change. That's what he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Or was he nice. talking about Blinkers first time? Or was the ultimate gear change I think the gelding? That, the gelding. Yeah. That's yeah, the way right. I heard it anyway. Right. That's why I heard gelding. And I, I always think the ultimate gear change is Blinkers first time. But anyway, can we'll gelding, see on Saturday. Can gelding like prove costly in terms of like, can they be like, oh, I've got no balls. I don't want to run now. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Barb's not Has it ever backfired? That. Yeah, Barb's answer yeah. this for me. Has you wouldn't it ever... think it'd be so popular. Nine times out of yeah. ten, I'd say it'd fucking Usually, sharpen them up. Yeah, but has there been cases of a horse has got his nuts chopped and he's just lost Crack the shit. <laughs> fuck this. I've got no balls. I just want to root and I can't. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good good point. But the, the amount, the, the sheer amount of times that they do it. Yeah. And it sharpens them up. I think it's more of a now I can't root and may as well run. Yeah, mm. yeah. Possibly. Yeah, but that's right. Mm. We'll have to uh, hit him up about that. Yeah, for Surely, sure. Surely, though, I, I agree with you. I reckon there'd have to be, so be a couple of cases, couple of cases, cases where, where they've wouldn't. just sent a horse back into the paddock. Or sometimes I reckon it might even be a thing where they'd be off it because it didn't prove to make it that much better and it yeah. might be from a really good bloodline and now they can't even breed well, with Well, that's what it. I was yeah. going to say. My backup question is do they preserve – some horses and say, no, nah, no, nah, we're not so, gelding him because we want him oh, to be amazing babies. 100% happens. Yeah, yeah if it's not yeah. going to turn out to be anything at all, they're like, oh, well, it's got a good fucking load. Yeah. Spieth was a great example of that. Or did, Jordan. Did fuck all its career. It ran, I remember, had one start where it just shatakwood from the back mm. and everyone was like, oh, and then it never, ever did it again. And then they just sent it to stud. And now they harp on about, oh, it's just Sire's Spieth. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> Good life, eh? Imagine that, getting one big win and then just rooting. Oh, yeah. They do it heaps with, um, like, they'll stop them racing. Like, is, Animo was only four, wasn't he? Mm. Four mm. years old yeah, and they retired him because the risk of injuries, obviously you just do not want them to get injured at all. Otherwise, you know, what happens if they hurt themselves too badly? <laughs> it's all over. So... Yeah, when they, if they've won a few group ones as a three and four year old, that's it, retire them because you know people are going to pay massive money yeah. for their Huge. mares to get rooted. Imagine if you could talk to the horses and you just had to have that yarn <laughs> with him, right? Right, oh mate, look, you've done really well, but we're going to root you from now on in. 
Oh, spewing. <laughs> like fucking cooped up in the thing, you oh, know, mate, eating. Gonna, we're going to root yeah. you up. Yeah. And mate, just, you don't have to train hard anymore. Just fuck. Just fuck. <laughs> we just need you to root. Oh, we work our whole lives to retire at 60, 65, so mm. we've got a fat bank account and we can't yeah. move. These horses just run a bit and fuck. Yeah. Well, how good, right how there, like, boys, I'm off to the paddock. And then they carry it? on about cruelty and yeah. shit. Well, how good a bull's got it? Yeah, yeah, just get put true. in a paddock to fuck <laughs> multiple cows. Yeah. What a retirement! Shout out to bulls. Yeah. Good on you, bulls. Anyway, boys, I've got to fucking run. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah. Tommy's got a flight to catch. It does mm. so That's why we recorded a bit early. But uh, yeah, next few weeks, boys, I'll still be ringing me bets in, fucking keeping in touch with everything, and um, the boys will fucking well and truly hold the fort here. Fucking yeah, no, we will. We'll see you yeah. next week, eh? Right on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.